Hey, Rich, uh, check your check your input. Like, you were really hot Too for hot? the last one we did. When you say hot, you mean sexy? Hot. Yes, but also your volume was quite loud. That comes <laughs> with the sexy. Because um, you, you're, you're close to the mic like this, which is great. I'm close. To, you're, you're close to the mic like that. But maybe turn down, like, the mic itself. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing it down in the garage band. Turn down the record level. I'm hearing you. I'm taking the note. Hey, hey, what's going on? Rob and Rich are the kings of kind. Live from Fartoon Studios and wherever Rich is, it's Kings of Con, the podcast. This week's guest, Tony Yorkin. Uh, this is a good buddy of mine, my old friend Anthony or I call him Tony Arkin, um, is uh, from New York City. He's best known for acting in The Americans, Succession, and Madoff. Uh, but he's also a fantastic act, uh, fantastic editor and director. Um, and his most recent feature film is called Sender, and we can talk about that. I've seen it, and it's great. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Tony Arkin. Tony! <laughs> yes! Hey, it happened. It did happen. None of, none of those crazy problems. I know. No, so you far, look so great. Good. You sound great. You're going by Amelia Fantastic. these days, which is great. Now that I yeah, you I, I I like that name now. I've I'm become used to it. I should change it. There's too Come many to Tonys out there. You know, it's like Tony, 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 Tony. It's all we hear. Hi, Tina. That. Hi. That's that's Tina. Tina, this is Tony. So nice look to meet at, you. Look at all of you. Look at you. Yeah. I'm retyping my name right now. Hold on. Oh, uh, for those of you who can't see us right now, Tony came up on the Zoom and it says Amelia Arkin, which is the name of his lovely wife. Uh, and that's why Richard went right in with, <laughs> you're looking yeah. good, Amelia. <laughs> hey, listen, man. I, I, I have, Tony, I have done things with the Zoom naming that have gotten me in trouble when I've done something that I think is really hilarious, which is borderline not funny at all, and then my son uh, goes to log on to second grade, and I, oh, I have forgotten to change that name. Dear, so. dear God. So, yeah. Dear God, Rich. Yeah. Please be careful. Well, <laughs> I, know what I know what you're capable of. Yeah. So. yeah it's um, yeah, I have to warn you, Rich. He's, Tony has been listening to the podcast. Oof. He did a little research. So oh, I'm I'm subscribing. I'm I'm a fan. I'm a big fan of what you do. I don't know what it is, <laughs> but I'm a fan. You're the first person to come on the podcast in who actually gives a shit, and that and I'm and I'm including Rob, <laughs> Tina, and me. <laughs> I've I, I think that's partly due to the fact that I I know what podcasts are. I actually. Mm -hmm been listening to podcasts for a while right. i do a couple podcasts myself now yeah, you so do. I'm, i like the world i like to listen to them yeah tony people tell people that may not know what are your your podcasts you do one with your brothers i do one with my brothers sometimes brothers three of us sometimes this is me and matthew but adam Brother, is very busy okay. directing tv shows as you know right. what that's all about right and yes. uh he's been on a few times but matthew and i do one called arkin brothers talk about movies nice which is obviously a cooking show. And then I do a show <laughs> with my buddy, Maddie Blake, uh, who's a superstar in Boston radio and comedy and stuff and an old VO buddy. And we're both uh, like paranormal nuts. So we do a, a show called Rated P for Paranormal, which is about paranormal movies and stuff. Oh, so, oh that's amazing. cool. Yeah, we've with been having a blast. How, how long have you been doing the paranormal one? I think it's been about three months now. 
three or four months. So that's pretty new. My brother and I have been doing it for like all year under pandemic. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is the birth, the birth of. That's how I this mean, started. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is the origin story of ours as well. Um, uh, I think our I'm, fans would really like the, the, the paranormal thing. Yeah. yeah. Fans would dig that. There, it occurred to me there was some, there was this crossover of interests. Yeah. I honestly, um, I'm one of those guys. I'm, I'm really interested by that. So now, where do people find this podcast? Is it at the usual places? It's at the usual haunts. Uh, Apple Podcasts. They're both on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your aggregate podcasts. Is that what they call okay. that? Aggregator. Yeah. Aggregate. Sounded okay. good. That's, that's yeah. what I always say. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to downhill from here, but uh, <laughs> I got aggregates out. Using big words. Big words, Tony. <laughs> Look at Amelia using the big words. <laughs> she knows what's going on. Big words, uh, and we are little people. Um, so, uh, is this guy in your movie? The guy that you do the the yeah. Boston guy. Maddie's in the movie. Who does uh, he play? He plays the big dude who tortures that dude Ooh. in the chair, who punches that guy to, to pieces in the chair. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's got a small part, but he's he's really he's a big dude and he's very threatening and believable, yeah. scary guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Tony uh, made this movie called sender and it's, uh, and he, uh, co-wrote it and directed it correct me if I'm wrong and shot it in Nova Scotia, New York, uh, the Bahamas, the, uh, Bermuda actually. Yeah. Bermuda. Bermuda. Wow. Yeah. All over the place. It is epic. Yeah. It is an epic feature film. Um, we, we threw all of it at this, at it. Yeah. That's awesome, tired. man. And, and when is it? Uh, when can people who are not inner circle Rob Benedict see this movie? I'm hoping. I was hoping we have a pending kind of deal right now. I can't really say what or who or how, but it looks like we're getting really like I thought today. I was going to get an email where it's like we're good. You can talk about yeah. when uh, yeah. and how, but there, you know, not yet. Okay, I know you I'm can't. Hope, I know you can't give details, but just tell us three quick questions: what, <laughs> who. <laughs> And then how? <laughs> but that's, that's all I want to know. Nothing else. Word. What, uh, you mean like what's the movie like about? Now, I, yeah, I, I, look, it's, that's, a big, that's a big broad movie you've tackled there. You're going to three different countries. It was, it was crazy, man. I mean, it just ruined our lives for years. <laughs> so for can, years. Can you give us the, the, the elevator pitch on the, on the film? Uh, kind of, yeah. I mean, I'm terrible at that, but um, I mean, that's why we just go and make our movies without trying to get permission because yeah. I don't know how to I don't know how to pitch anything. I couldn't throw a softball, yeah. but um, it's uh, it's about remote viewing. Uh, do you know what remote viewing is? I don't. It's basically psychic spying, which is a actually a real thing uh, that's been going on for since World War Two, uh, created by the Soviets. American government took it for 30 years research facilities. They were having psychics spy on, on like submarine bases and all kinds of stuff uh, wow. for years, for forever. And um, they don't run that program anymore, but this is kind of about that program and, uh, and about the, it's, it's like mostly all the bad people. So it's about the, the kind of awful people that would live that lifestyle and do that for a living. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. That sounds really cool. It, it reminded me of a Black Mirror. It has a Black Mirror quality mm. to it. It's um, you know, it's kind of horror, sci-fi, uh, German television melodrama. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm gen genuinely gra glad that you described the movie because only you know, 
I know you, Tony, really through Rob. Like, I hear Tony's right. stories all the time. Tony's stories, Tony's stories. Back in, oh, back in the day, Tony and I, we did this. And, that. and some oh, are really, boy. they're really effing funny. And so <laughs> I was all teed up for the hilarious comedy you were about to talk about <laughs> in the movie. I'm like, oh. no, no. no, this was a, this was a different outing for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. me and my producer, my, my friend and producer, Michael King, uh, we, but we just, we wanted to make something together. We didn't know, we thought it'd be funny frankly we didn't think this would be funny but we just happened to both be interested in remote viewing and and had done some reading on it and we we're like wow i don't know anybody else who knows about this right maybe we should do this and it's not a funny it's really not a funny topic i mean it's not it's like they try to make a comedy of like remember men who stare at goats yeah yeah kind of thing. it does not that's just not terribly funny because <laughs> they were really doing it yeah and it's really yeah funny. oh that's well, awesome you know, yeah, Tony's he's a, he's a bundle of contradictions. I mean, and when we we used to be roommates, and uh, and Tony, you know, really helped me appreciate jazz, but at the same time, he helped me appreciate like death metal. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. He's well, they're the, the, I mean they're they're flip know. sides of the same coin. You can't say what you kind of can't finish the sentence. Some people some people listen to jazz and they want to kill themselves. <laughs> That's true. So and some people listening to death metal go beep beep boop beep boop, boop during the middle of the song. <laughs> you know. And I'm glad to know you're still listening to the death metal, Rob. <laughs> Clearly, that made a oh, big yeah. impact on you. Oh yeah, I've got my yeah. death metal poster here, sidekick. Clearly. Look, he's Terrifying got look behind him. He's got a severed head on his on his yeah. bookshelf. I mean, if that doesn't yeah. scream death metal. That's very metal. Um, it's very very, very metal. So when you, you guys know, were roommates, were you you were not married, Rob? I assume. Correct. I was but not married. So yeah. shit, man. You were you guys were young because you got married young, Rob. So well, yeah. I was I was dating Molly, okay. but we and and he had a girlfriend who was Molly's roommate, which is how Tony and I met each other. Oh. So Molly in college, her roommate in college, was uh, dated Tony. Um, she was an actress and, and in my acting class. So she's kind of the reason that I met Molly too, Kim Williams, um, and uh, and she. Right, so she introduced me to Tony, and we just hit it off right away. And it's weird to think now, but this is 1993. Huh. I'm graduating from college. Oh. We're, I write letters to Tony. Not we did it before phones, kids. Mm. I would write letters to yeah. Tony. He'd write me back. <laughs> yeah, and we developed this like letter writing relationship, which made made each other laugh. And we're yeah. like, hey, we're gonna be moving out to LA when when I graduate. I don't have a place to live. You don't, and he's and he planned to go out there. So we said, hey, let's live together. Right. So were you guys both living in Chicago? Is that is that the at the time or where were you? No, where were no you? I, I was in New York. OK. Uh, and uh, I had just started dating this this girl who was going Northwestern. Uh, and I didn't meet her in Chicago, but I just went to visit, you know, and hang out with some of her friends. And I immediately knew why we were going out. It was so I could meet this guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, literally, it was like, oh, that's why I'm here. I couldn't figure it. It didn't feel right until I saw him. But our first, I mean, our first time together was really what sealed uh. the deal, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. that that is, well, I think we have probably one of the most unique, like, friendship members. Let, yeah. Podcast. <laughs> so we, we. We uh, go to this, <clears throat> uh, uh, another friend that was in this friend group. Paul Fitzgerald was there. Kim Great Williams. episode he did with you guys. Yeah, I know. Back to the first yeah. ever nude episode, NC-17 yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, and he uh, and, and I and a few other people, we were going to a, a friend's parents' house <laughs> outside of Chicago. This is, we had just graduated, I think. And Tony For like was a barbecue into, or like a yeah, cookout thing. Yeah. A cookout and a spend the night. We were going to all spend the night there. So... I was solo, uh, and Tony, the parents wouldn't let Tony be in the same room with his girlfriend. 
So Tony and I got paired together in this room. Yeah, they'd let us be together though, which is yeah. weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's and okay. The room. So the they, room they, they, they didn't know about Hans Benedict, you know. <laughs> 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 so the room is like the the teenage boys room so there were like pictures of like uh, swimsuit models and basketball players posters right and the, all all over the literally you looked up there's like a swimsuit model above the bed right was it a waterbed tony Oh, man. Damn it, I think it was. I think it was a waterbed. Let's go with that for the story. So Tony and I are there. The big hammer waterbed. So so Tony, visiting from New York, not in college, he's he's like a few years older than me, uh, you know, still kind of the outsider. He and I ha- had developed this friendship, but it's a new friendship. We never lived together. Certainly not spent the night together. And But he's kind of an outsider. He's going, I don't know these people. And not at he all. Gets, I... and, and he gets... Food poisoning. Oh no. Oh no. Like the worst food poisoning I've I've ever I've ever oh. had. Just like unremitting just like raw pork food poisoning. Oh just no. Like whatever, just the worst feeling I could I have ever had. It was it pork? Like was it barbecue or something you had had? That... It was barbecue. It was it probably was... something that was undercooked. I'm yeah. gonna say that. May or may sure. not have been poisoned. We don't know. There's still <laughs> a lot of unanswered <laughs> questions. So he's vomiting the entire night. Oh no! You know, I'm. I just know that I'm on, like on the waterbed, We're just sharing one bed together. Yeah, <laughs> we basically just shook and shaked hands. Like that's how much we know each other. Are you and sure that was his hand? Starting... I mean, that's Rob's move. No, not at all. <laughs> hey, let's shake hands under the covers. <laughs> that's just famous. You've got strange hands, Rob. <laughs> that's why he was vomiting. So I was. I was just sick all night. I was getting up and down out of bed. Luckily, the bathroom was like around the corner from the bedroom, and oh, no. it was. I was so humiliated. It was such a low point of of just degradation, and and you know, I just needed help. Like I was yeah. so incapacitated. Yeah. And I didn't know anybody there, and I didn't know the people's house it was, and I it was the, it, the all of it was. It went on for like eight hours but your girlfriend yeah, was there right at this house at this party she was at her own room at, she at a didn't certain know point, what was happening yeah at a certain point i went to her room and i was like kim we need i need backup like it's <laughs> it's like four in the morning and you know he's yeah. really sick and she, she i i can't i don't remember kim really coming in t- for the rescue nothing nothing against kim but it, it was sort of the beginning of the end for you and kim i wouldn't and have come in there either I, <laughs> that's I, true that's true yeah um but it it, it was you know, we, that's why looking back, it's like Tony and I feel like we, we were in the war together. You know what I mean? We, we were like. Yeah, it was brutal. And it got worse. That is going to happen at some time. That's great. So, you know, Your Tony's cat? got a cat yeah. chiming yeah, he's, in. He's fine. He's just uh, vocal. He's not in pain. He sounds in pain. He's not. <laughs> So you, so how did it end? So you threw up all night long. I'm sort of rubbing your back saying it'll be okay. Yeah. Well, instantly, like, it just became this loving relationship, like, yeah. immediately became this relationship where I was like, I was at my lowest and Rob was the person who, like, could handle it. Like, he ro- he could roll with it. He felt right. bad for me and, you know, he was having a horrible night too, but... yeah. Um, it was, it yeah. solidified. Like, that's either the person you never want to see again, ever, or you move in with them. Yeah, <laughs> like there's so, no other. I and we moved. We moved together, Rich. You're out here, so you get it. We moved together in fall of '93, right? So we we were here together right after the riots. Right, we were here together for uh, the earthquake. Yeah, '94, yeah, Northridge. Sure. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was the next big bonding experience. Is like the lights went yeah. out. <clears throat> yeah, and we were. 
That was terrifying. Lights for now. Rob said, "Quick, shake my hand." Did that, did that whole bit again? I knew it wow. was coming. Yeah. yeah. This is another embarrassing moment because I'll reveal this. I was a horrible bastard. Uh, uh, you know, we were living in off of Sweetser at this little apartment. Oh yeah. And uh, it's like four in the morning when Northridge happened, and you know, it was it was big. It was horrifying. Yeah. And uh, Rob, you'd never even been in an, in an earthquake before. No. No, right. No. I'd, I'd had one or two. So I kind of knew it was a little bit what to expect. This is horrible. We're in our perspective bedrooms and the stuff's just going crazy. And then it stops for a second. And I go out in the hallway and I open the door and his his door is across from my door and he opens the door. We both have this moment where we we're just like looking at each other like, <sighs> yeah. <clears throat> and um. After a beat, Rob just looks at me and he comes in for a hug. Like he wants to give me a hug because he's terrified. And I, I like pushed him away. I was like, get off of me, no, man. Just yeah. get off me. I have stuff to do. I was like getting my wallet and my passport and some food rations and he was worried about weapons. He, you were worried about Kim who lived like 10 blocks away. Molly was Molly, but Molly was with me that night, but she actually like slept through it surprisingly. And yeah, so you came out and you're like, get, get off me. And you're like, yeah. get off me, man. <laughs> I pushed him away. I pushed him against the wall. So we know, just wanted a we, hug. we know oh. if like in fight or flight, Tony's fight and, and Rob is hug, hug. In, the, <laughs> in the fight or flight yeah. choice. <laughs> There's a and third then, option. Rob is snuggle. And then you, and then you grabbed the, uh, your what, Tony, what's it called? The Excuse me. <laughs> no, you, gra you grabbed the, the thing that we put in the car. The club, the yes, club. the club that locks the wheel. I grabbed it. I do you thought know what I that is, Tina? Yeah, club, yeah. The whole, it like locks the steering yeah, wheel, yeah. so no one yeah. can steal your car. We grabbed the club, like because we thought we were in zombie times. Like we thought, yeah. who knew yeah. what was going Shit's on? Shit's about to go down. <laughs> it was. It would do for zombie. To, like if it, it'll do until zombie times get there, like an yeah. earthquake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, everything were, went down. Richard, were, were you in? Yeah, where were you, were you in LA or for Northridge? Yeah, I was. I, I was in the Valley, so I was even closer oh. to the epicenter than you guys were. I was in Studio oh, City, living in a building with uh, two dudes that Rob knows, Sam and Jim, and it sounded like a semi drove through yeah. the lobby yeah. of the building, and that was what woke me up. I was in my dream, literally, because I remember that so well. In my dream, I was thinking. My, I was dreaming about a, a, a semi truck running into the building. That's what my dream was. It just it incorporated the sound. Yeah. And then I woke up and I'm like, that's actual sound. And it's flint. We were in the fourth floor. Buildings oh, in man. LA are built with give for this very reason. But mm -hmm. the result is they take everything you own and fling it around. Yeah. Like yeah. everything. Because we had very cheap IKEA, low-end IKEA furniture as all of our furnishings, all of which Same. immediately snapped apart Same. and collapsed. Same thing. Like everything. I had lamps falling on my head, drawers were flying yeah. out of the. It was everything. horrifying. The, yeah. the refrigerator moved across the kitchen. It was. Yeah. And we were lighting. We didn't know. We were lighting candles and doing all stupid. Every oh, stupid totally, thing we could totally. do. It was so yeah. stupid. Yeah. But the other thing you realize too. <clears throat> Uh, and maybe it's because of the way the buildings are built, but like you know, you grew up in the East Coast and you hear the stories like, "Well, get under a get under a door right. frame or hide in the refrigerator right. or something." Yeah. Now that's great. All of these things require you getting up and going somewhere, right? Right. Which you can't freaking do yeah. in an earthquake. Right. I don't right, know right. if they tell right. you this now, but I tried to do that and you fall down. It's that. Yeah. Kind of thing. I did do the doorway <laughs> thing. I went and stood in the doorway. I mean, that was like just because it's the only thing I'd ever heard to do. 
And then I couldn't make it to the door. What I did the things. What's the laundry list of things you're not supposed to do? Panic, light a candle, and run outside. <laughs> which, all of it. Which I did. I did all, all three at once. I was panicking yeah. while lighting yeah. a candle yeah. to get outside. And, yeah. And I think the theory. What I always heard was is don't go outside because they're worried about power lines and things being down and other structures yeah. falling. So mm-hmm. isn't that isn't, that's right, right? Like that's what you're avoiding. I think that's yeah. right. I think so. Well, it's certainly like that's the thing I remembered most vividly other than Rob's hug was um, the was the power with the transformers exploding. Yeah. Like that's it, it was four o'clock in the morning, overcast, no light. Like when the power went out, it was like literally pitch black. Right. Yeah. And then there would be these intermittent flashes of just like like nuclear explosions going Jeez. off. But they're just these the transformers going off. Yeah. And there's this God. like green flash. And it is over and over again. Absolutely awful. It Don't recommend crazy. it. No. I mean, the fact that the 10 freeway split in half. A, a, a bridge yeah. and the 10 freeway yeah. just went. And a police officer yeah. just drove right off, not see, not knowing it was there. Remember that? Is that true? Is yeah. that real? Is that true? Motorcycle, That's from a movie. Motorcycle cop just died because he was like, it happened. And you know, sometimes when you're driving, you don't feel the earthquake as much as if you're stationary. Oh, my right. God. And he just, it fell and he went, he what? He I, wow. I don't know if I remember that. Because like, not that many people died, right? Because it was four in the morning. It was four in the morning. That's what I'm saying. It was, a, it was an officer on patrol, like doing <clears throat> wow. his run. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I knew, I, I had a friend uh, who was living in the in LA at the time. No, I think he was visiting LA for Northridge. And um, he was staying, he knew Slash somehow. <laughs> No, that was me. That was that was that was. No, no, no. This is another. This is actually a, my the another person I know who knows new Slash. Rob knows okay. Slash. Wait, yeah. wasn't this? Wait. This is my friend Greg Saran, who was staying with. He, he, I got he, it conflated with uh, with my friend Brad, who was okay. at another place. So this was your buddy. Yeah, Greg Saran was staying at this Slash's house. At my yeah, I did know. I knew Slash back in the day for a second because my friend Greg, his huh. cousin, was married to Slash. So Greg came in town. He stayed with Slash for several weeks. I went and hung out over there. Uh, Slash turns out was a, 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 his. I think the the wife was a friend of uh, a fan of Kim's movie Father of the Bride. So we all went out together too, Tony. Remember that? Oh yeah. Well, we I, I vividly remember yeah. that. We went to the we went the to Mexican the Mexican place. joint yeah. on um, Ventura, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so no. Um, what's the place? You know it, uh, uh, Rich. Further further east from that. Oh, Casa Vega. Yes. Yeah. That, Vegas, that's that's yeah. yeah. So anyway, the night of the earthquake, Saran is staying in the snake room. There's a room I know. with all of his snakes behind plexiglass. <gasps> no. Every wall is plexiglass of snakes. So the earthquake happens, all the lights go out, no. and all Saran can hear is this. <laughs> It's just, and he has no idea if they're out or and not. He's heard, he and he's heard broken glass, like all he's yeah, hearing. Yeah. Out of yeah. glass. yeah, he's in the snake room. He's in the snake room at Slash's house. We got to get Rob, Greg Saran on the show. Too. You would not have handled that well, dude. You hate snakes. I know. I would not have handled that at all. <laughs> no, it would not have gone well. I wouldn't have oh handled my. just you know. I was oh so nervous around God. Slash, as it was. But, you were uh, kind of nervous, right? Slash, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Staying around the Slash's snakes, and you hate snakes, but if Slash had said, hey, yo, I'm going to have you crash in the snake room, you just said, yes, sir, Mr. Slash, no problem. Happy to do it. Big snake fan. Big snake yeah. fan. And give my love to all the rest of the Slashes. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why I thought that was Brad, my friend Brad, who was in that situation. No, that's... Now, of course I remember it was your friend. Yeah. Yeah, it's Greg Saran, uh, and I remember hanging out at Slash's house one afternoon, and it was like you know two o'clock on a Wednesday, and Slash was wearing leather pants and drinking whiskey, and I was like, oh my god, this is how he really lives. Now. Yeah. That's... Well, it was, it was Wednesday. <laughs> it was Wednesday, but now that's all I do is sit around in leather pants and drink whiskey. But <laughs> that's my story. That's your. I heard you're... something about chafing. Are you wearing leather pants now? Because the last you were, I literally heard that. I heard your last episode was it today? I think, and it was like someone's somebody had chafing. Oh, did Rob? Yeah, Rob was naked. That's right, because Rob was naked last time we did a podcast. He was pantless because he had chafing. Chafing. Yep. Are you feeling better? Yeah. How are you, buddy? Much better. A lot of powder down there. Good. Good. It's nice of you to check in on Tony. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I was concerned. I, you know, I neglected him in our early uh, friendship. You only push Rob him. away once. You know what I mean? And then I, I was, and, uh, and after that, it's been all hugs. Um, a lot of hugging since then. Yeah, a lot of hugging since then. Um, That's God, a baffling have... story. This is a lot yeah. coming out. I didn't know. I didn't know Rob had any relationship with Slash whatsoever. Neither did Tina. I see her shaking her head. Uh, I didn't know that story. I didn't know the snake story. I didn't know the tried to hug Tony, got shoved into a wall story. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. just, the hits just yeah. keep on coming. These are great. But what's the What's the one story that I that, that you know that comes from okay, Tony? Okay, here's the Tony Arkin that you, that story you know. that I know that I have incorporated a quote from this story into my life. Oh, oh. Yeah, this has become Rob, this has become legend. Yeah, this is uh, a legendary story. Um, oh God, I'm scared. And it's. <laughs> Rob told the story a long time ago, so this has been part of our vernacular mm. for a decade. And it's, I don't know the scenario, so I'm going to tell you the part of the, I'll tell you what I remember the story. You guys come in and do a, the polished pass here. But all right, you guys are doing something where you're probably drinking and hanging out late at night in a hotel. You want food. It's too late to get food. You get in the oh. elevator, and there's a dude with a pizza. And the dude at the pizza, <laughs> you spin the ride. Yeah trying to get this pizza oh. off this dude who's a delivery guy he's a delivery guy going <laughs> to somebody's room with a pizza yeah. and this the legend legend has it as word was handed down to me by my forefathers it was that you were in the elevator and sort of going hey man i'm, I'm gonna buy that pizza off you and he's like no no i'm not gonna buy that you're not gonna sell this pizza i got it says you know johnson right here i gotta go to johnson's room 312 and he's like well you know you do and you don't like you know, like we could have, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe there's a number, there's a number, there's a number. And I could like that number. If I match that number, I'm walking out of here with the pizza. This is Johnson. Number. And he's like, no, there's no number. And, and you go, and, I, and as I heard it, you go a hundred bucks. And he goes, you'd give me a hundred bucks. Hold on now. And you go famously. Okay. Now we're having a conversation. And, and that became to make the most ludicrous offer and have it give their attention, they're like, great, we're ha- now uh, we're having a conversation. Now we're having a dialogue. That's pretty much how I how I remember that story as well. It was actually a little worse, I think, in the because oh, this I, is horrible. I, ironically, I wasn't there. It was at my wedding. It was at oh, his wedding. Oh, okay. Well, that's I forgot that detail. It All was right. the day of my wedding, and I so I was already you know we'd already left, but the party kept going. We were so young. Right. We didn't necessarily do it right because we, no, I would have stayed till the end of the party, but we were just kind of doing what we thought weddings, you know. So her and I left at like 10 and went back to her hotel room and it was all nice and fine. But meanwhile, then the party got going and like my friends raged and then cut to the hotel 
and my, my friend Trevor was in the elevator. There was some other, uh, there was there a witness there. there. That yeah, me, there yeah. were people who knew. There's a pizza guy, but he ain't talking. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I, 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 I said uh, he didn't want, he was, he was really a hard case. And he was like, no, I'm not going to, I wouldn't sell you my pizza. I could lose my job. So I said, we're having a theoretical. This is a theoretical. So just let's say, I mean, what's the price? And I actually offered him a thousand dollars. Okay. Because that was a theoretical conversation. Right. I made clear. It's like, we're just talking about stuff. So like, he's like, no, I said, but you're saying there's no number. So if I, if I gave you a thousand dollars, would you still say no? And he was like, well, you're going to give me a thousand dollars. I was like, no, no, I'm not going to, I would give you a thousand dollars, but I might give you a hundred dollars. I might, I might do that. So the horrible part of this is that the pizza, it was like going to, it was going to the bride's family. It was literally going to the <laughs> Uncle had ordered this. He was waiting for it. It was right. one o'clock in the morning. They were yeah. starving. They had traveled and flown to get there. It was a bad day because I was there and I had ruined that wedding for everybody. And I'm ashamed of that. <laughs> but we, we, we took, we bought the pizza for 20 bucks. It, it, it was ultimately 20 bucks and I got that. That was what it, that's what his job was worth. That's nothing. Whoa, whoa. You're a good, hey, you're is, a hell of a negotiator. How'd you get him down to 20? That was 1995. I, I pushed him against the wall and he just did, he did it. <laughs> that's a 1995 $20. Yeah, but dude, a yeah. pizza still would have been 10, 15, like yeah. 10 bucks with tip. He's I was walking there with, as like, surprised like, as you. Yeah. I was as surprised as you. So, so then, I, I, yeah. Go ahead, worse. Tony. <laughs> oh, you can tell the end of it because it's this... fine. It's fine. It, but now, so they, <laughs> they they got the pizza. They ate the pizza, and then they decided, well, they should deliver at least the box. No, it was going to. So yeah. we, we we put it in front of the door that had ordered it. it they was didn't like know that it was the bride's family and crumpled napkins <gasps> in the box, and had no idea. It was had no idea. They had no idea to this. Yeah. Then we come. Yeah. Then we tell this story. There's a, it becomes a legendary story. We tell it like it wasn't like six or seven months later. I'm going, oh, and now we're having a conversation and the whole story, and then it comes. And then Molly's uh, cousins were like, oh, that was our pizza. <laughs> oh man, it was yeah. it was it was horrible. I felt so bad. In the moment, I felt great, but I didn't. I, it felt like a real victory in the moment. <laughs> well, listen, the story of Tony not buying the pizza off the pizza guy. We're not talking about that on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like you True. don't do it's that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Rob's not then retelling that and getting called right. out by the cousins. There's yeah. no ripple effect from that. That's no. just a guy in right. an elevator bothering a pizza guy. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, even, I'm not, I'm not even married anymore. You know what I mean? But the legend lives on. Yeah, the pizza <laughs> story lasted longer Survived than Rob's marriage. marriage. <laughs> when 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 I heard things when I when I heard things had had not, you know, had had uh, had uh, fallen apart there yeah. in the relationship. Yeah. I I felt responsible somehow. Yeah. I well, felt, yeah. I thought of this pizza thing. I was like, maybe if I had just <laughs> been a human being, right, uh, yeah. and behaved myself, uh, I he'd still. Yeah, uh, this, is a, this is a long shot. I know this is a long shot. Sliding we have, doors, a, we have a, 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 a wide audience, but I'm not sure it's wide enough to, I, I'm not sure the net captures all of these critters here. But if you happen to be listening to this podcast and you were that pizza guy, please call in <laughs> at 555. <laughs> we'll take your call live. Um, you're part of you're part of our history, man. Yeah. You really are. <laughs> yeah, and maybe single-handedly you and the pizza guy in cahoots ruined Rob's marriage. Who's to say? 
could be it's true if he had if he you know he was dealing with i was clearly inebriated he didn't he should have really should have just called the authorities okay but right. in fairness a pizza guy one in the morning he's probably also high as a kite i mean the the odds are the pizza delivery guy wasn't like yeah. you know i took his i took his weed too yeah i rolled i rolled him for his weed. <laughs> yeah. um yeah that was a great time uh, there were other stories from that wedding which i don't think we should tell no hold on hold on i disagree <laughs> I feel like we should tell because two things. Tina and I weren't invited to the wedding. I know we're <laughs> yeah. left out. It, and come it's on. weird now. And you said yeah. you teased a second ago but as you were telling this pizza story. You go, I did so many things at that wedding that I'm not proud of. That you know, I practically brought the wedding to a screeching halt. And you don't float that balloon and not get <laughs> and not get my attention. So I, I would love to hear some more Tony Arkin. Wedding. Tony, well, hold on. A second. A, he was in a dark place. T Tony Arkin's was, wedding was, ruining uh, cavalcade of stories, which also is a song that Rob's going to write for this segment. Uh, Tony Arkin's I have, wedding ruining I, yeah, cavalcade I wanna, of stories. I do. I would love a jingle about this. Event. He's going. No, yeah. it'll be there. It's going to be written. It'll be in the podcast. Thank you, Rob. Good work. Uh. Well, I mean, I, I, yeah, I was, I was not a happy guy at that time, uh, you know, living in LA at that, you know, I had moved back to New York kind of in a bad head and Kim and he, you know, you, you'd broken a relationship up relationship in, in, yeah. in a burning heap and, you know, saying goodbye to living with Rob, which was hard to do. And yeah. like, you know, I went back to New York and it was just like, we'd been through apocalypse now. So I was like, all oh, I was upset. And I had to go to this wedding because I wanted to support, but I knew that my ex was there and it was one of those, like I was too young and too crazy to, to kind of handle that well. Right. You know, I didn't know, I, I didn't know what to do. So Rob was like, you got to come, you got to come, whatever, you know, we'll make it easy for, he was very understanding that I was like really racked up over this. And so I was like, well, I think I can come, but I got to bring, I got to bring Don. I got to bring Don to the wedding. Don's his best buddy. Okay. Don's the I, I grew up with Don. Don is like somebody I've known since I was five years old, and uh, and so there was a pause, and I, I think you because you knew you knew Don, you knew what that meant, yeah, and and you accepted it, yeah, you accepted the terms, yeah, but I knew you were a little nervous about it. Okay, what does that yeah. mean when you when you say yes to Don? What is that? What are you yeah, getting? What comes with Don? Um, Don, especially at that time, Don was he was just he was one hundred percent New York. You know, kind of, and he, and he was a uh, musician. Uh, he could give a shit. You know what I mean? But a great guy. We, I love Don. I love Don. But Don was kind of, how do you describe it, Tony? He just, he would do whatever. He's a force of nature. Fearless. I mean, he, fearless. He has no filter at all. He's fearless. He doesn't care. And if he's in a place where he's not going to be there again, like some small town in Illinois that he was pretty sure he was never going to have to pass through again. <laughs> all bets are off on, right. what, on what's yeah. going to happen and what will, what will happen. It, yeah. It's all, it's all comes out of love. Ultimately he's not, he's not going to hurt anybody. Well, not in on purpose. I mean, and, yeah. um, and uh, so, so we came together and we drove across country in one shot to from New York to Illinois and got there. And we were, we were drunk when we got out of the car. We, it was a lot just to get my head into the same room with this, 
with this ex of, of mine, right. which is terrible. It's ridiculous. There's no reason for that. Youth. At all. Youth. You Youth, know. psychological difficulties, whatever. Um, and so, you know, Don and I together was a, was a, was a lot to handle at, at a very, very kind of like family, small, it was a smallish wedding. How many people there? Uh, a couple hundred. Okay. But yeah. But it was into, it was like a very, it was like intimate. So it was like, yeah, the, yeah. It, it, it was like, she a, has a big family. Yeah. And it was like at the house at, at, at was it? Yeah. Was it was, it, yeah the uh, reception was at her house. Yeah. yeah cookout, like, people yeah. hanging out. And there was a, there was a swimming pool. And uh, after, once it got dark, it, it seemed to be, uh, uh, it got into a, into a contest uh, with Don about who would, uh, who would like, who would dare to go skinny dipping. Someone dare, someone dared him. Someone dared Don. Who? Which you? you? I mean, nobody knew. No, Don. no, 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 no. A complete. Some, some. No. Uh, Don made uh, some fans. Don made some fans while he was there. Like there was people like my friend Trevor. They like, worshipped him. And that's why, he, like in the elevator, Trevor was there, like taking notes. This was, you know. Right. Okay. He, yeah. Don's a big personality. Yeah. And uh, some, I think it was a, a a girl who I didn't know had said like, "I dare you to go skinny dipping. I bet you wouldn't do it." And he was like, <laughs> and li like just dropped, ev like took everything off. And jumped in the pool, mm -hmm. and every then it started. Then it was like then the, eh, there were like yeah. before you knew it, there were ten to fifteen naked, completely naked people in the all, pool. all the theater majors, all my theater major friends. Yeah. Now Molly's Screaming, family running around. Yeah, Molly's family very conservative. They'd never <laughs> seen anything like this, right? No. They happened to be inside and missed most of the nakedness, but then the next day, her conservative father was walking around and and he gathered some some things and, and he said to, to Molly, he was like, uh, so it's a bit of a lost and found going. Um, I have what appeared to be a woman's brassiere, um, a gentleman's <laughs> underpants, uh, what appeared to be a, another uh, gentleman's socks and, and in a second a brassiere. Bun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah there's, well, there's, I know for a fact that we were seen because I saw people see us and oh, really? I didn't know... The way that the pool was situated, there was a bit of a hedge or something, and then beyond that was a really big, giant plate glass window, just like a giant full wall-sized window <laughs> overlooking the pool. I didn't notice that <laughs> at first because it was dim lighting outside. Would that have changed the trajectory of the evening? Once I saw, once I actually registered that in the slightly in the dark in the back. We were fully lit. They had, there were like several faces, just like ash and white, holding Bibles. Like what? What happened? Yeah, they we, they saw it. It was horrible. That he is, was being kind. You're saying he's I don't horrible. think he saw it. He's, it he's, doesn't he's sound horrible. It kind of sounds fantastic. Rob, you were already gone, I assume, at this point. Ah, uh, of course, Rich. In my own oh, wedding, Richard, I missed yeah. it. I missed my own wedding. Yeah. Right. Well, no, you, you didn't miss your own wedding. You went to your wedding. You just bowed yeah, out of the reception. Yeah, but I missed the party. I missed the good stuff. Yeah. You missed the naked swimming. Yeah. yeah. Nude swimming. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's my party, and I missed it. No one. Yeah. I, you know what? I tell. I'll tell you something about the effect I have on people. If I'd been there and Rob had gone on, gone away, and somebody dared Don, Don had been like, and he'd have been about to strip nude and seen me, and then changed his mind. People do not get nude in front of me, and I don't know why. <laughs> and, and, and I went to college with a bunch of theater majors and there's something about me they're like the second i would leave a party i you know next day i call my friend hey how's the rest of the night dude it's like the second the latch hit the door jam everybody was naked in the pool i'm like what how did that what what why like, i don't know it's just coincidence and that happened once and then you know what happens twice thrice 
more than three times. It ain't a coincidence. There's something about me that inspires people to stay dressed. <laughs> Have you thought about what it is? I mean, what is it? I, I don't, the, the hideous fear that I will nude up to and they'll be forced to see me in all my glory. I mean, that's that's my logical thought is no one no one needs to see this. And uh, I don't know. It seems like that if you were to do it, it seems like that would jump the party to a level that would Im immediately take it to a place. I don't know if people would be ready. Like, it would be too much. Yeah. Like, we're just running around naked. We don't want we don't want, yeah. you know, Rich to start something. We don't want reality staring us in the face. No. And I, 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 there'd also be parties where people get nude and it wouldn't be a, there'd be no pool involved. I'm like, what happened? He's like, oh, we thought it'd be funny to like do a mammoth reading pantless i'm like what <laughs> how did not... i miss i missed everything in terms of that i think everything. you need a pool i think a pool is pretty important to that whole i i don't disagree Somebody i'm just saying water people love nudity unless i'm there and i'm and i'm including my own wife and children in this <laughs> speaking of guess what i did today nude swim I, I got myself a hot tub oh i bought a hot tub I nice. bought yeah, a hot did. tub. Yeah, I, I'm like so. I'm so in Brooklyn for so long that that is the is like an absolutely Surreal. insane thing to say to somebody right now. That's <laughs> right. Insane. Well, and the you guy bought the a hot tub. Where? What? Where? You I went to the one? hot tub store. Yes. And then I'd been looking for a while. I went to a hot tub store, and uh, anyway, the guy was like, "There's a back order. Everyone wants hot tubs right yeah, now." Yeah, they do. So we leave the wait. house. Because no one can leave their house. What did you get? Did you get like, the the Bangmaster five thousand or the uh, titillating? Uh, <laughs> what, what, what? I got. I went with the Bangmaster. I went the Bangmaster. Not the five thousand series quality. is fantastic. <laughs> they put jets in places you would not imagine. Just, uh, just places just that two. have no muscle, but no. man, it relaxes <laughs> stuff. It's a two person tub. <clears throat> um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. <laughs> It's literally a, a wash basin, but it's got yeah. very powerful jets. Hold on, dude. If they're sold out, if they're like, if there's like a back order in hot tubs, what kind of magic did you pull to get a hot tub? Right. Well, like you can place it; they'll take your money. Oh. This is I can't get it till like September. Oh, you you don't uh, physically have it yet. No, you've just no, ordered your hot tub. <laughs> you just yeah, threw yeah, it yeah. in the trunk, you know. Yeah. I bet you <laughs> that you, if you'd spent a little more money. You could have got. You could have had somebody building that for you, handmade, like right in the backyard. Twenty right bucks. Now. All you gotta do is show them the brochure of the Tickleton, and then say, bucks. "This is what I want." <laughs> if I had, if I had done the, uh, now we're having a conversation, yeah. conversation with him, I might have now had that hot tub today. Now we're having a conversation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> By the way, if, if Tony, I'm launching a brand for you right now, and this, yeah, your your new your next podcast is simply going to be called. Now we're having a conversation. Now we're having a conversation. It's a and, great and, name. And, it, and it's going to be yeah. where you you dare people, and you, you talk them into things that they would never in their wildest imagination believe they would say or do. You're going to become the provocateur of podcasts, and it all started right here. Everybody, I'm encouraging the listeners, follow Tony's newest podcast, Now We're Having a Conversation. Now We're Having a Conversation. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I, I'm ready to do that. There you go. Yeah. Launched. Uh, as long as I don't, have, I don't, I don't really want to see people or talk. Like, can I stay here? No, you don't yeah, have man, to have a conversation. It's a That's podcast. the thing about now. I'm having a conversation right. podcast. Yeah. You don't right. actually but have they... conversations. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what Up I mean? to them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, just gonna, you're just going to get them to reveal things about themselves they had otherwise, you know, deemed too unsavory to talk about on podcasts. Yeah. Like, like half this podcast is stuff I've known Rob for a long time. Never heard, and I've heard a lot of Tony Arkin stories. 
never heard that you guys shared a waterbed, which is a detail that just gets glossed over in that story. Not to rewind the tape, we're talking a lot about food poisoning in that first scenario. I'm going to throw seasick into a possibility. If you guys getting heard. out of getting out of a waterbed when you're right, racing oh. in the bathroom is hard, is very difficult. And peeling yourself think. from a Benedict embrace is no trip to the beach either. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't know. I don't think it's so bad. As 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 I when I ask Rob these questions, he's like, "Hey, Tony wasn't going to spoon himself." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, this guy doesn't spoon himself. Also, those those posters became horrific in that whole nightmare. What that was? You know what I mean? The posters. Something about the posters. Basketball the, players on the ceiling. <laughs> but I'm not wrong, Tony. Right? It, no, like it the, was horrific. Yeah, yeah it, it was horrible. horrible. Yeah, it was just something about just the. The teenage boy of it all. It you weren't like, sick, Ugh. Rob. How did it, how did that adversely affect you? You were you were the hero of the story. I, I wasn't the hero. I was the nurse, perhaps. <laughs> and, I was and, and nurses was, yeah, aren't heroes. I want to tell you that's a hero. Yeah. No, that's Hold a on, hero. I want to apologize to all the first responders out there, <laughs> oh, and medical rich. personnel. Uh, wow. I think nurses are heroes. We've hit a apparently not heroes. Yeah. So moving on. Two schools of thought here at the podcast. <laughs> Tony, oh, Rich, Jesus. and Tina go with nurses, heroes, and doctors. <laughs> We're with nurses. Yeah. Heroes. No, nurses Robbie, are heroes. I'm just saying that. Well, I, well, I'm, I'm trying to think what I was. I was moral support. I was. I was the other you, soldier. You, just you, you were like supportive. a mother, also not a hero, right, Rob? Mother, yeah. mother, soldiers, and nurses. No, Dead no. weight. That's the Benedict. The you new were, Benedict you were book. More supportive than the person that I had, I came to that party with. That's true. That's true. Go. So you were there for me. Yeah. And Thank I appreciate you. that. Well, you're welcome. Day. You're welcome. <laughs> but back to your back to your Rob discounting nurses. But you were saying that you were you were the nurse of the story. And like, why were the posters upsetting to you? Tony was sick. I get it. Tony, when you're nauseated, everything's upsetting. Like it's like Look, this, ah, everything's mm -hmm. gross. It, it burns yeah. a memory. Like you probably can't unforget. You can't unsee certain things that you saw that night and smells I, yeah, and experiences. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about. But you were sitting there with them, man. I am. This is something you're not familiar with, Richard. It's called empathy. I was empathetic to Tony's situation. I was feeling what he was feeling. I feel. I feel like you're having a, a. What do you call it? A. It's like when twins. When one twin has an experience, and the other twin's like, Ah, oh, yeah. I felt it. Like, like you're phantom chains. Yeah. Phantom, phantom limb. Yeah, I was just yeah. gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It was that. Yeah. Rob Benedict, phantom uh, nurse. That's right. <laughs> um, I uh, I found recently. I was digging through the oh. closet, and I found all these notes. Tony oh, and I bro, wrote bro. each other. That's awesome. Uh, while when we lived together, we would we would I don't know. I I don't, I don't know why, but we've known each other. I, I I think I got it from you. You would leave me notes, and I'd leave you a note. Um, why did you think that you got it from me? It's not like a New York thing. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't thing. know, but we would write each other these notes, oh. like. When when we when the other would come home or leave, for I know the day. why it was because well, you was had it, a you, you had a job and had somewhere to go, and I right. was always sleeping later than you, and you had to communicate with me, and we didn't have cell phones. Right. But it was but but they were odd. There was oddly there was a little bit of passive aggressiveness in it. <laughs> Just a little bit, maybe. Okay, so hold on. Let's have a reading of a note. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm uh, gonna Rob, read you. A, an, hold on. You gotta play the note. theme song. The okay. The the correspondence of Rob and Tony. It's the correspondence of Rob and Tony Two guys write letters because they are homies Now, I have, to, I have to tell you this. I haven't, I picked out two random notes. I've not practiced this at all. This is a note from me to Tony. Tony, he must have been gone. Welcome home to sunny California. Hmm. 
And then I have rain on an umbrella, a picture of rain on it, so it must be raining. Life is wonderful. I'm a big star, <laughs> and no one's going to stop me. Here's your, here's your mail. Your papers are over here. P.S. I cleaned, but it got dirty again. <laughs> P.P.S. There are beers in the fridge. Love, Rob. Oh. <laughs> I cleaned, but it got dirty again. Is that not genius? I thought it was really good. That should be the title of your autobiography. Um, dirty right, again. Uh, dirty okay. again by Rob Benedict. All right, chapter two, Rob. Is this is this from Tony? Is this a response? Are we is this getting from the two Tony? Okay. Not, not this is not a response. This okay. is a different day, different time. <laughs> Rob, in parentheses, my ex friend. <laughs> I like I like tomorrow, the start. Strong yeah, start. tomorrow is tomorrow is rent day, or today is, depending on when you drag your he hang dog sorry ass through this apartment door to lay eyes on this. The friendliest note you will henceforth expect to, or in fact, will receive from the angry young man who sleeps across the hall. This is half my rent. This is an envelope uh, for checks and yours. You know what to do, college boy. <laughs> T. I like it. Very aggro. <laughs> yeah, very aggro. Did I, did I just give you half of my rent? Is that the. I, don't, no, I, I think don't you know. gave half the I, rent. It sounds oh, like you half gave your, your half. Okay. Your I, half. Thought, yeah. I thought I was being like really aggressive and then only giving you half of what I owed you. On top yeah. of it, I don't know. Yeah. I, I know that these stories to Tina have got to sound like Swahili because <laughs> yeah. because by the time Tina was up and out of the house, uh, you know, living on her own, email, cell phone technology is yeah. all, all part of our daily right. activities. Whereas right. we all predate that, and me and my roommate used to leave, leave notes, not like that per se, but we'd like about groceries, just things you'd need. What you would text somebody now, yeah. you would leave a note mm -hmm. for, and. Yeah. I, I, it's a threadbore. It's so threadbare. It's amazing anything ever happened or got done. <laughs> well, the great thing is though you weren't reachable. What? Wasn't it? Don't you remember the joy of not being constantly reachable? Yeah, that I mean, nice. I do. Yeah. I miss. You know, those I actually days. thought a lot about that, Rich. And the funny thing to me is like when 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 uh, we came up because we're all about the same age, I guess. Here, not you, Tina. I know that. Yeah. But like we came up, the 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 standard by which you could uh, gauge a person's success in life was how hard it was to get in hold of them. Oh. Right, 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 right. Yes. Right. Right. If you were really important, like you never, you'll never get to that. You'll, they're completely unreachable. That right, was yeah. success. That was success. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and, and uh, notes. I mean, we we wrote we wrote each other. I've got letters from you too. And and Paul Fitzgerald mm -hmm. and I wrote letters to each other. Like we would mm -hmm. write to each other. Dude, I got I got so many letters back and forth with me and my co yeah. my high school buddies when we all went to college. We all wrote letters to each other. That's how we all yeah. communicated. The yes. occasional so phone call, but keep in <laughs> yeah. mind, Tina, phone calls cost money back then. So to make oh, a phone call yeah. would cost a shitload. And if you're a college student, you know, it was not. Uh, you would have an allotted amount of time a phone card to call my parents, like that yeah. they would pay, like they'd pay the yeah. the phone yeah. bill, the phone card. Yeah. But other than that, you want to call somebody, forget it. You either in college, this will make you really take a nap here, Tina. You had to wait in line for a payphone, and <laughs> you couldn't call long distance on your dorm phone because they didn't want the charges going back to you unless you yeah. had some sort of credit card or something, which nobody I knew did. And you'd wait with your fistful of quarters and and make a phone call from the payphone. That's how mm. you made calls. Mm. Yeah, like, jail. Yeah. like jail. <laughs> yeah, like jail. Yeah, like jail. Lined up. Only, like like jail, only not as clean if you were yeah. in my college yeah. dorm. Um, yeah. And I remember, commercials for the I remember leaving coverage. notes. My favorite leave a note for my roommate story was my roommate for years and years and years was a very tall fella that Rob has met named Sam, who now lives in Norway. He married a Norwegian gal and lives there. But he's, we, we met in college. Big dude. And... 
like six four, and his mom was five two, and he has and his brother is smaller than him. And at one point, his mom called and I answered, and she said, "Tell Samuel to dress nicely on the plane because when he lands, we're going to get a family photo taken. Oh, we're going no. to, to getting a family picture taken." And I said, "Got it. I'll I'll write a note right now." So I said, "Sam." Your mom called, tells you dress nicely. When you land, when you land, you're having a family pick, pic. He read that as picnic, oh. and, and dressed in Bermuda shorts and a tie-dye sleeveless shirt <laughs> no. and Birkenstocks, <laughs> and wow. it, and landed looking like that. And she was mortified and furious. And there's a family photo. They still went and got the photo taken. And he just had to crouch down like he's on his knees behind his mother and brother. <laughs> and he's 640s. Now he's like 5'6 on his knees, just kind of hiding him, his hippie wardrobe <laughs> behind. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I did think you were going to say that you left a note like, hey, mom Heavily says rude. dress comfortably <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah. I like that you delivered Amelia. the note. Yeah. But I, I put pick. I thought pick. I thought I'd be pick with picture. I have a problem. Oh, One second. Do your thing. Sorry. No problem. I'm so sorry. No this problem. Is, it was unprofessional. Are you kidding? You're right. When I'm in, when I'm in doing this for my house, Tony, every five minutes somebody from my family walks in. Oh yeah. Every Literally. five okay. minutes, I get. He's at a hotel right now, but normally, so yeah. You're still in this hotel, man. I know you talk about this on this, but it literally gives me such like panic attacks Agata? just thinking of you. Yeah, I fly and home now tomorrow. I see, now I see what's happening, and it's still, it's like, yeah, it's that, I, it's that. I've seen that wallpaper so many times. Yeah, dude, <laughs> yes. and it's like, and I'm not, I'm not a germaphobe at all. Not even in COVID, I mean, whatever, but like I, I try to be obviously I'm more of a germaphobe now that we've had a global pandemic. And right. I can't help but look at this carpet like there's unholy things like all around oh, me. Here. Like, you know, I, and the sofa, I'm like, oh, fuck. I, you know, oh, and, and I, you know, I'm sure they've done their yeah. darndest, but it's a freaking hotel, man. You know, and the and the bedspread, I, all the things you hear about, like, yeah. don't touch the remote control. Yeah. And the, you know. Yeah, I know. It's, a, it's, it. it's 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 one of those things. So you go, and I fly home tomorrow. I'm finally released from Canada. tomorrow. Yeah, I got my Yay. official test on this end of my second 14, 14 day quarantine. They came in wow. and gave me a test this morning. They'll email me the test, and I will print it up, and I will go to the airport tomorrow, and I will fly back to America. So you're gonna get to see your, your family tomorrow. Yes, everything's gonna. That's good. Everything's gonna be. And then we do it. Does JC know that you've got a convention to do this weekend, a virtual convention? Yeah, but that's just sitting in my house. I don't have to go anywhere. Okay. Yeah, and it's only it's only Sunday. Okay. So if, um, <laughs> if that were if that were Richard leaving the house, Richard wouldn't be going. That would not be a, but, a thing I'd be doing. But does she know? Yeah. Okay. Right. You, when I did that convention last time, I just sit there and watch the kids play. Like it's not exactly heavy lifting to sit there and do the the remote conventions. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I hadn't even thought of that remote conventions. Of course, my God, that's weird. So, how many people cram into that Zoom meeting? Like, uh, I don't are know. There Actually, like thirteen thousand people no, watching no, it. No, it's not that big. But I, but I, I know that like I didn't see the Zoom call. Like hundred. at one point, like they were filled in questions. I mean, right. th there's a moderator going, and your next question is from this person, and that person pops up on my screen. I couldn't mm -hmm. see whatever. Can't you know, see how the audience. Many faces yeah. were there. And then you do meet and greets, where it's just like a Zoom with you and seven other people. And then yeah. you do some like two minute conversations with just one person. 
it just goes on all day like you're just kind all of day. doing yeah. all that yeah. yeah yeah and then i do a concert i'm doing an hour-long concert oh lord at some point i don't yeah. recall it being uh we did this exact convention for this these exact people mm-hmm. not that long it was ago. like nine to four I don't recall it being that busy. I guess it was yeah, kind of like, kind of on and off again. You're like on, you're off, you're on, you're off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how are you doing? What are you? What are you? How are you doing the performance? Like what? What? How? It'll you be like this. It? it really be like this, and that the people are are tuning in to see it. And uh, are, are like, your bandmate? Is everybody all uh, like can hang out together yet? Or, or no, all, no, no. It literally uh, it'll be just like me, like this, just sort gotcha. of like playing a song. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. It's fine. It's good. You know, but. Uh, you know, it's it'd be fun when the band can get back together, which you know we're oh, close. So they're not they're not gonna play like in those where they have like everybody playing their instruments in their little box. You're no. it's a, this is an acoustic jam. This Alive. is just you're doing like Nirvana acoustic Benedict times. Benedict unplugged. Exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. But it was just Kurt. Yeah. 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 Man, I know. You should do. We'll give we'll give you a little <laughs> give you a little preview of what Rob's gonna play. He's gonna drop a song right now that he wrote for this podcast called Nurses Be Damned. Rob, play the song <laughs> Nurses Be Damned. No, you, uh... I'm gonna cut that out. As editor, I'm gonna cut that part out because you're an asshole. I'm putting the video in though. I control the video. <laughs> It'll be in the extended cut. Nice. You, you reached your song qu- quota. That's I can't two. get Silver Lake wine out of my head. Oh, Silver Lake oh. wine's a good one. It's I can't get it out of my damn head. I don't right. know if it's good or not. It's it's there no. forever. Rob writes hits forever. like the the Silver Lake Wine <laughs> is a true. hit. Alpo is a hit. Um, <laughs> Did you hear Alpo, uh, Tony? I heard Alpo. I heard this yeah. and the Spanish version the Spanish is even version. better. <laughs> yeah. I'm fascinated that salsa is gravy. Is that true? Yeah, is salsa is gravy. I mean, I look. I, so I googled it. Oh, you didn't ask anybody personally. I, like, no, you might I have Googled, personal experience. Right. No, I Googled what's Spanish for gravy and it said we don't, we don't believe in doing actual research that could get us no. to the facts or the truth. <laughs> quick Google I, search. I, I, there's got to be some other word for gravy. Yeah. I would yeah. think. Well, there's got to be because there's nothing about salsa that's like gravy. Nothing. So, in, in other words, you go to a restaurant and you order like, I would like, you know, uh, uh, tacos with with uh, with salsa, and you want gravy. How would they know? They, they'd be totally different. <laughs> I got. What, I got. I'll do you one worse. What if you go to, you know, your favorite Mexican restaurant for Thanksgiving, and oh. all you want is a little turkey con gravy, and you know they bring out turkey mm-hmm. soaked in salsa. Well, that's you yeah. know. Well, I I, th- I think gravy's probably gravy. You know what I mean? Gravy's gravy. Hmm. Fine. That's that's fine. Is that your leap to like? You know, you're you're making assumptions I now that I think it'd be dangerous. Cultural that assumptions that make dangerous. nothing. It's dangerous. Like, mm-hmm. Oh my god! No. So like, I mean, it, it might even be weird that I don't understand that there's no that there's not a word for gravy. I don't want that to yeah. be misinterpreted. That there, of course, you know, maybe it doesn't have to be. I just like my point. Rob, there doesn't have to be a word for gravy. But there might be in every language. And Rob, pizza is. pizza. And Rob's not bilingual, but he when he when in doubt, go with the fact that there is no word for, for that word. Right. I don't speak French, but I'm sure, <laughs> pretty sure the French word for aardvark is lardvark. Cap- L apostrophe you know, aardvark. But pizza's pizza. You go to Italy, you order pizza. It's pizza. Mm. The gravy is gravy. May, I'm, I'm saying maybe, maybe gravy's gravy. In Mexico, you like. Don donde esta el gravy? Do you know, you know what I mean? Where's the I gravy? Think, I think that the, yeah, you I think were... they have sauce. Maybe they have sauce, and they're t- it's not. It's like we don't have gravy. That's not sophisticated enough. We have sauce for our sauce. for all of our Small bilingual amigos. Uh, yeah. We expect uh, answers to this conundrum. Could we research it ourselves? True. 
We could. But why do that when we have so many bilingual amigos, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. listeners yeah. out there, who yeah. can tell us yeah. in no uncertain mm-hmm. terms what the Spanish word for gravy is? Um, Tony, real quick, this uh, note. I'm not going to read the note, but this one just making me laugh. That it's you to me, and it's addressed fucko. <laughs> <laughs> read, read the note. And then it's, read that note. And then it's, Come on. And then it's it just this is uh, fucko. Tomorrow's fine. We'll mm. we'll get our shit together tonight. Tapes, booze, hash, rolling paper, etc. It must have been before our trip to Santa Barbara, maybe. Uh, and head uh, north. And head north in the morning. That could have been any trip. Any <laughs> I, time. I like the fact that, you could, that narrows this it down. Note. <laughs> like, and then you yeah, list a bunch of drugs, and Rob, like, well, it must have been a well a day of the week, I suppose. It must and have then, been a. Uh, and then you yeah. said, uh, and then you said, love schmucko. Oh. Well, so equal was, opportunity. Yeah. Of, uh, equal opportunity. Yeah. Fuck everybody, schmucko. everybody gets hurt. Everybody gets hurt. Come on. <laughs> it's not um, insulting Tony, if I throw um, myself under the bus too, right? <laughs> hey, uh, that's the that's the essence of our relationship, Richard. I know. Lots of under, people under the bus. As Rob always um, said, he goes, Rich, you're Tony Arkin without the tattoos and charm. That's what he always says. Because we have similar hats. I have a hat very much like that. See? There you go. That's what he always says. Um, how, uh, yeah. How does it feel? I, I mean, honestly, literally, how does it feel to be to have Supernatural done? What's it feel like to be like that committed to something for that long? And I know, Rich, you were you did the show. You were in it. I don't know how long, were you involved as long as Rob was uh, as a director. Longer. As a director, I was. As well, I knew. I I know. Yeah, but not but as a character. My character uh, ceased to be on the show in twenty in season thirteen. But okay. Yeah, but he, he started the uh, he started before me. So yeah, he was, okay. Yeah, relatively the same. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I I can't imagine. Like I've never done. I've done shows and stuff. I've done plays that ran a while, but like a year. That's the longest. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine what it would feel like to to have gone through that those many life changes with those people, yeah, and then be like, this is the last day of shooting. This is it. Well, yeah, it was, you know, it's 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 it's. I'll let Rich speak for himself, but like it's because we were recurring characters. It was really the loss is the fact that it's not going on even in the background because there were seasons where we weren't on it at all. You know, Rich didn't like direct. Whole, I wasn't whole, whole seasons. Whole seasons. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Six, six through nine, we had nothing to do with it. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So, um, so, but, but, and then we kind of, then we were active again in the like 10 through 15, we were both active in again. Which, by the way, I just to put a, put a fine point on it just to see how this works. And this is not a, meant as casting aspersions on anybody, but as we all know how TV works, it's about what writers like your character. Mm. And there was, there was a showrunner in the, in the middle there that need, that didn't use neither Rob or me or any of the old school characters. And then once that once that uh, showrunner moved on to a, run awesome shows and do her own thing, mm-hmm. the next generation of showrunners reverted back to some of the old characters. So let's bring these guys back, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then we kind of had a second line. It was never personal, but it's just interesting to see how that plays out. Well, it was. Uh, I guess it would be personal if that showrunner then left that show, but never called you in for the new show. Which then is you know exactly what happened. You. I mean, right. I didn't want to say exactly. It, it was personal. Yeah, it was personal. Yeah. Tina, they just to didn't it, like but either it of them. It sounds personal to me. Enough to, to work to move on with them professionally. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, that was a real smack in the face, Bobo. We got screwed. <laughs> You, you were Tony. thinking about it in the best possible <laughs> Sorry, I, light. Yeah, and Tony just oh, like I mean, shattered it. Yeah. This is a hangout show. I just thought we're talking. I didn't mean to. And, and by the way, hey, fucko. 
this is something we should talk about on now we're having a conversation the kind of show yeah yeah oh you're upset well now we're having a conversation exactly <laughs> that's where you get to the, your catchphrase yeah. came in right there, there you where go. you saw me and rob like are, yeah. are all die a little bit right there that's when you hit the cue line. Yeah. That's when you hit yeah. the, the catchphrase. This is this whole thing is a backdoor pilot for now we're having a conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was, but just the fact that it's not going on in the background, even uh, mm-hmm. you know, is a loss. And, uh, and certainly we both had a lot to do in the last couple of seasons and 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 missing Hell yeah. that. But the conventions were also a big part of the, that life, and those will continue on. And and um, you know, obviously, all things need to come to an end. And I'm I'm glad, I'm grateful for it, and that it ran yeah. for so long. But uh, you know, it's time for the next chapter. And um, certainly, like our relationships will still, you know, Rich is going right. to du- direct. Is that a secret? No, that I'm going to direct uh, Walker. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. going to direct no, yeah. uh, one of the actors has a new show called Walker Texas Ranger. Jared Padalecki. Specifically, I, right. so he's, he's fantastic. Yeah, he's going yeah. to direct that. So you know, our relationship wow. will stay intact. All right, yeah. nice. But yeah. um, yeah. well, we can talk about how you really feel some other time. Exactly. On your exactly. Show. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fun. <laughs> um, Tony, thanks so much for coming and doing this. This is thank so fun. you guys. So fun. this was a blast. I love your. Sh- I love this show. I've been. I've ever since I knew you guys were doing it. I've been like listening. Uh, all the time well thanks, thanks and, and this is not some bs thing when your movie comes out come back and talk to us about your movie yeah. because okay. I, i'm dying to see to. it and and we'd love to have you on and, and hear more rob stories thank you so much I'd, lo- I'd love to do that that would be awesome you guys are the best tina you're the best you you thank are you, you manage this so well oh tony i can only imagine how frustrating it could oh, get man. <laughs> and, um, so bad for tina <laughs> you know oh tony i appreciate you man <laughs> are you are you in uh california or are you in, i am uh, i'm in los vancouver? angeles yeah okay yeah. all right so you only have to deal with him being in vancouver and then he's coming back so rich one is of them is easy... always gone and traveling yeah. and yeah, bad okay. internet and yeah yeah you got a real treat <laughs> yeah. nobody cut out this episode so really yeah it was a special event yeah so home um run. i hope i had something to do with that i, think I have so. just good electronic mojo but clearly um, yeah, I think this so. has been a blast. Thank you so much for having Thanks, me on, man. guys. Thanks so much for coming on. Robbie, Thank it's you, so good to see you, bud. <laughs> you too, buddy. You too. Bye, Tony. Look the same, always in. Bye, Tony. See you later, guys. Bye, bye, bye. buddy.